Uh, welcome inside, everyone. This is the ATO show, if you haven't figured it out by now. Uh, I'm Matt Ignall. We got Sam Sheehan, Lucky's Pipe, my brother Jonathan. And for the first time, uh, Jerome Ayahuasca is joining us on the show. And, and he's going to take us uh, through a little psychedelic journey uh, right here. Uh, these, these truths are going to be hurtful, but it, I think it's necessary for the Celtics to uh, transition to uh, the contending plane. So uh, take it away, Jerome. Hello, my name is Jerome Ayahuasca. For many years, I was a scoundrel, a scamp, a son of a bitch, and a big dick bastard who didn't know when not to fuck until I went to prison. In prison, I met a young man who knew a lot about healing. He knew a lot about shitting your pants and vomiting projectile style at the same time. He knew a lot about the spirit molecule called DMT chieftain of the order of the flask and what I'm here to tell you is about the last two basketball games you look good you're playing good defense you're hitting threes first quarter bam Terry Rozier comes in he literally cannot complete a thought <laughs> he literally cannot pass the motherfucking basketball you go down by 30 Jalen and Jason score 30 apiece after the game. They have to answer questions about why Kyrie spanks them with talcum powder on their on their knee butts. Jalen says that being on a team is good and definitely not bad. <laughs> and Russ writes 30 to 35 stories about how he is a stupid son of a bitch who needs to stop looking at books and start scoring baskets. Fast forward, you're in Boston against Toronto. From the land of cold McDonald's, these stupid sons of bitches get down 16. And the next thing you know, you're getting grifted to hell. This is the part of the DMT trip where most people, where most cowards get off the ride. They cry, you take them to the hospital. You can't really give them drugs, so they just charge you $10,000 for spoons and straws but that's when smarf comes in and Kyrie starts doing the cool stuff and smarf gives kyle lowry the people's republic elbow from hell flying off the ladder and that's when everything changes and this team wins the championship now now i now i watched this about a lesson if you do not crap your pants you do not lose a lesson that's why we have sucked all season long Thank you. Wow, that's incredible. I've I feel like I've completed the journey. Um, you know, as someone who's frequently, you know, uh, is shitting my pants, and uh, I like to stew in it a little bit, you know, just so I don't, um, you know, to kind of formulate an exit strategy. I never realized that what I was doing was actually sort of preparing myself for contention. And uh, I, you know, I think we've got to thank our the, the shaman. Uh, Jerome Ayahuasca for kind of showing us the way that you know if you if you are going to be a contender in the NBA you just you have to have a pants shitting moment and I think that the stats will bear that out every every team that's won uh, you know an NBA title has had a pants shitting moment and it's you can't you cannot come back from a three one lead unless you get down one to three <laughs> this is true. 
You can't. Honestly, <laughs> the last time I shit my pants, I was thinking about how like it's awesome that Smart shoots good, but that he made a blood oath with Terry that the more he shoots good, the worse Terry shoots. So it's like it's this constant like struggle between Smart and Terry, and that's just something that like we have to witness and we Dude. have to be okay with. Dude, it's so cool. On a serious note, it's so cool that we traded like Jalen, Jason, and Terry's three point shooting to Smarf, Mook, and Baines. Like, that's the coolest <laughs> yeah. thing ever. I love that, like, there was that the, what ended the drought tonight. Like, there was like a time when, like, the, the, there was like that stretch. Um, I think it was like late third quarter, early fourth quarter when, like, that they were like the announcers were getting like unreasonably excited about the Raptors, like, cutting it to 18 or whatever. And and then they actually did go on like a little bit of a run and they would like pulled it and the Celtics were just in full clogged toilet offense. And then it was like, fuck, we really need a good shot right now. And what, what broke Baines it. was a Baines <laughs> three pointer that literally took the entire rise and fall of the Roman empire. <laughs> like it was, it took literally seven minutes for him to get the shot off, but it, it just was absolute cash. He looked at it like he was playing darts for a minute there and just let it rip. Just like a broken hand shot. <laughs> Anytime. That's like the story. That really is the story of like the Boston Celtics this year. We're like the for like the first like half of the game, Jason Tatum acted like his shoes were self-lacing with horse tranquilizers instead of his actual like laces. And but then uh, and so none of his three pointers went in, but it was. Uh, but Aaron Baines is going to go ahead, and Marcus Smart uh, contested Marcus off balance. Marcus Smart threes or what are going to just go in a hundred percent of the time. Dude, it's so cool that we just beat them with having two players and Baines and Jalen who have stigmata <laughs> wounds. <laughs> like, like they have no excuses. They got every single call for like three quarters until Kyrie yeah. busted through at the end. Can we, and they and still they lose and still are, they lose. Like uh, it, that's like uh, like because I I don't want to like be like the the team that's always bitching about not getting the calls, but it really is like true that like we do we there's no home cooking whatsoever in the garden. No. <laughs> like, no. I have to wonder if so much of that is they let us get away with so much on defense that they just like subtract from the other end where most yeah. teams would get calls. Yeah, they, because they, like. <laughs> like smart and Baines out there were just like throwing high elbows at shooters. Yeah. Yeah. No, like on the like on the one end, like they like Pascal Siaka would like suplex Kyrie Irving on his way yeah. to the But then also Marcus Smart would like literally just fire a howitzer directly into Kyle Lowry's stomach on the way by. Dude, like Danny Green just like pulled a Kalashnikov and peppered smart in the pose. <laughs> And we just gotta like, but like, I think part of why we execute in the playoffs, like relative to like, like, like Philly, like Embiid in the regular season gets a lot of calls, or like Houston late game Harden in the regular season gets a lot of calls. We're just like used to finishing through like two by fours to the chest, so I think that like gives us a distinct advantage when the whistles get tight. Yeah, well, and, and well, we also just like don't shoot free throws. Like we don't get no. any free throws, so we have no reliance on them. So like when we don't get calls, like it, it doesn't matter, you know, because we're like all we do is like shoot three pointers and like do dunks unless you're Jason Tatum. So it like, it ends up being fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, 
Tatum's the one that's got to get to the line because he's, he's got the moves where he can just kind of, you know, power through guys, especially as he gets a bit older. Jalen can get to the line. He just misses every time. He's always going to miss one. Uh, you know, it's yeah. Funny. Yeah, he misses the first one every time. Like, I don't, I'm not going to get on him too much because his hand is really hurt and he's trying to play through it. But, like, if he can get to 70%, he's such a better player if he just gets to that. Um, yeah. What other moments from this game stuck out to you? We, we, all we've talked about is the Aaron Baines three and Marcus Smart flubbing a dunk just so that he could damage Kyle Lowry <laughs> even further. Um, what else stands out we to got, you guys? We, we got them into like five 24-second violations, I yeah. think, which is ridiculous because Kawhi can shoot over literally like giraffes with ease yeah. in the post. Yeah. We got him his head a little bit down the stretch. He got really, really mad about Tatum defending him when he forced that last 24-second. It was hilarious. Yeah. That was... I, want, I want to force him to emote. That's like our game plan. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's literally like what it is. Like all of a sudden like he can't – like that's not something he's used to is like feeling feelings yeah, dude. <laughs> over an extended period of time. Shout, out, um, shout out Danny Green for uh... – Shooting a turnaround fadeaway off the dribble uh, from from twenty feet in in the last two minutes that yeah. that, that was cashing ridiculous. it yeah. yeah and cashing it I thought we, I I'm not gonna lie I kind of thought we were gonna lose at that point I was like oh fuck like if they're gonna hit those like when Ibaka I, started making everything I just got like my blood pressure rose to like <laughs> the well, sun well let, let's talk about that because. I'm not going to lie. I just had like insane despair for the first six minutes of the game. It was not, oh, yeah. did not come out. Like it, it felt like it was going to be a, one of the bad times games. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everyone looked mad at each other. Like they, it looked like they had been reading all the shit in the media. Like I, like I was like, like, I don't know. The, the media stuff has kind of given me brain poison where I'm like, I'm like, now I'm like hallucinating things on the court. Like, is Kyrie throwing that directly at his face for like, <laughs> you, you know, like, like I'm like reading these passes as like angry and like everyone was like missing everybody. And then like Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown came in and just like settled things down, which was very surprising yeah. to me. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of- it was also a good Terry game where he didn't play as much pick and roll. Like he kind of yeah. just stayed in his lane better, which is great. He he can he can still be good. It's just I think like if you're gonna use that second unit, you wanna use it with Jalen going to the basket and Hayward running pick and roll with him right. off Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But but those two played great games, I thought. Yeah. Defensively especially. Yeah, well, I, we kind of, like, forgot about Gordon at the beginning of the game, but, like, or, uh, like, in the second half of the game, but, like, he really kept them afloat in, like, the, the first half and, like, kind of switched things around. Dude, imagine getting 16 and a half dropped on you by the grandma's boy robot man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> saying, it's like... Please really... sit on my left hand! He's he's literally it was literally Destiny Two Todd, Todd Starnes out there just fucking annihilating the the Raptors in one. Dude, that's gotta be that's gotta be so like defeating on a moral level. <laughs> yeah, he like on like a like a very serious note. Like he he really has like looked better. Like like yeah. distinctively so over this like second third of the season. Like yeah, he he hit a he hit a layup tonight where he usually would have passed it every other game mm-hmm. like up until a month ago so yeah big. like f- physically i don't i don't know if i've like seen the improvement too much but yeah the, his, his confidence is is much higher um can we talk about Kyrie? 
Um, oh yeah. For a second. Oh yeah. Wait, he had uh, he, he danced on Ibaka um, late in the game. I think it was like a tie game at that point. Ibaka defended him great, but Kyrie stuck it. Uh, we all remember the the bomb three. I'm, I'm just looking at this. He, he set a career high seventeen assists in this game. Eighteen. Yeah. Eighteen. It was insane. Wow. Um, a lot of them. A lot of them were off broken plays too. Where yeah. like just yeah. that second, where he was just like he's just he's such an improvisatory genius. Like everything he does, you you can't even plan for it. A lot of that was Horford too. Yeah, yeah. Hitting shots and being aggressive. Ky- Kyrie's numbers can get up. Yeah, yeah. I imagine his uh his like potential assist numbers are off the charts this year, but we've just yeah. missed a lot of open shots. Yeah. No, he's like found guys like in tight spots. That was that was good when Hayward like just realized that he could just embarrass Ibaka kind of at will in the yeah. third, in the third and fourth quarter. That was fun. <laughs> Dude, when he his, when he his... gets a little saucy on the baseline after a dunk, I love it so yeah. much. <laughs> well, it's like you're it's like it's kind of like your dad telling someone to fuck off. Like it's pretty exactly. awesome. Like, yeah. yeah, he is literally dadding him. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> LP, what'd you notice? Uh, I'm a big fan of how Kyrie's trying to remake his brand as like gigantic, like 38 foot threes. Like he's oh had God, a string yeah. of like yeah. really game turning, game winning, gigantic threes. And like his biggest shot in the playoffs was obviously a three to win the the final. So it's like he is becoming this like gi- like like huge gravitational three point shooter. On the on the like level of Steph Curry, so yeah. big fan of that. that. That was over Kawhi too. That one, dude. That yeah. last one on Kawhi was sick because he waited for the exact second he looked down for Kyrie's crossover, and then he just pulled it right in his face. Like that takes so much balls. Like, yeah. like to do that shot and the one he hit against Jimmy Butler right over the top on a fadeaway is like. That's like a top like one tenth of one percent NBA. Skill. They're so far out too. It's like I'm like watching it and like it's it's almost like the ball's to the three point line before I'm even registering it's a shot because you're not like supposed to shoot from that point in the context of like and he's just like he just throws it up and it's like in. I'm like holy shit, Kyrie. I'm I'm seeing here from um, Mark D'Amico. Uh, Kyrie scored or assisted on Boston's final twenty five points. Can, is that Jesus can that be Christ. real? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely feels real. He's a really <laughs> bad leader, though. He really is. Like, if we think about it, honestly, he's such a bad leader because he said you should probably try to play in games and give effort. It's, it's, Dude, such, when it's he, so rude of him to say that well, in front of well, media people. When he hit that three and pulled his jersey out and started pointing at Boston, he was saying, I am not signing here, and screaming yeah. it very loudly. He was like, right. I'm leaving, you fucker. Yeah. I did, can't believe Did you guys think that, that was intentional when he, when he was doing that? Did you think that he, he was sort of responding to the chatter? Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe perhaps oh, what the oh, yeah, fans sure. were saying. Yeah. Yeah, That's the, what I thought. He, he got the passive-aggressive clutch gene from LeBron. <laughs> yeah. No, LeBron gave him, like, it's like chicken pox where, like, you come in contact with it, you have a flare-up, and then you just, like, have it for the rest of your <laughs> life. And Kyrie has just brought it into the Celtics. Like, I mean, like we said earlier, they've really turned into, like, the Cleveland Cavs. Like, we really are. Like it's so funny. Cavs, we really are the Cavs' dad team. Like, and I don't like. 
It really is true that we're we're gonna end up like we're gonna be the team that like fights and feels like they're falling apart, but then like and like goes in at the four seed, and then we're gonna fucking annihilate the Sixers in five games. By, like, yeah, except points. except like, for the fact that like Ke- Kevin Love was their scapegoat, and we're like the media is like, oh, we can't we can't actually scapegoat Gordon Hayward because he's going through it, and it's like it's ob- it's understandable. And he's on par with what we should have expected him. So we have to make Kyrie the best player, the LeBron in our case. He's got to be the scapegoat. He's got to be, we got to attack him while he's also having his best season ever, if you actually look at it. Dude, it rules too that they like chose Jalen because I don't know that there's a player in the league who gives less of a shit what anybody says to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is pretty incredible. Like, and I just love. Well, I just love that, like the the mix of personalities that we have. That we do have, like such a like flask dad is like just like heavily involved and smart in like this basically powder keg situation where we have like multiple mercurial players who like all believe various like I don't know things like like Jalen like Jalen Brown and Kyrie are gonna get in a fight because like Jalen Brown's gonna like say that the FBI killed Fred Hampton and then Kyrie is gonna say that it was the Illuminati like with, <laughs> with like sound sound weapon technology and like they're gonna get in a fist fight at some point in the thing and then we're still gonna win the title. <laughs> Like, <laughs> dude, it's like like the big like the big scandal that happens that it like comes out after the year like the Warriors had with the uh, meningitis is it's gonna come out that like Kyrie was really upset because he thought Patrice Lumumba died of like a rare bone disease <laughs> and like Jalen had to explain to him that it was Belgian special forces and Kyrie Kyrie didn't know that Belgium had an army or special forces and he just got like really mad about it. <laughs> It's, that's like it's so funny to me to like just picture the whole Jalen Brown like why Jalen's like playing bad and like why like Kyrie's talking down to everyone is because like Jalen just keeps like like telling Kyrie things in like response to like Kyrie having more and more wild conspiracy theories like Kyrie like Kyrie gets his like his history off of like a website like by where like the writer has like an icon of a bumblebee man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we took the like riff. all of his all of his all of his like published works are on a website for like the sawdust they sell his brain pills. <laughs> <laughs> it really is just gonna be like that. It's like it's got like all the rotating clip art from like 1995 and like the title of the website is like the truth about fluoride and uh, lettuce. Like <laughs> the funniest part of the dynamic too is like whenever somebody gets in a fight, Tatum has like an absurdly mature response. He's like, "Yeah, we probably need to play harder if we're gonna win a championship." Is it like? And then, like the next day, it founds out he he turned his feet into computers. <laughs> <laughs> he did the Black Mirror thing for real. <laughs> um, you guys, we gotta jump in, or Rift Man and I are just gonna go all. Yeah, jo- Jonathan, what what moment from this game stuck out to you? I mean, I know we already touched on it, but I, I don't I don't know if I've laughed harder this season when Marcus Smart dunked on Kyle Lowry. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! It was incredible. Is what, what else would Smart do? And the fact that he didn't like fully convert the dunk, it was not smooth at all. It was off two feet, made it even better. 
Dude, he he went out of his way to take a way harder shot that he usually cannot do, so that he could. He was more concentrated. He was more concentrated on the elbow location than the ball location. Dude, <laughs> smart trying to <laughs> the Democratic People's Elbow. God damn it! Democratic oh. People's Republic Elbow. Oh, oh. Can you can you smell what the mouth oh. is cooking? <laughs> Um, oh my god! I, I thought at the end of the game, the Celtics did a really good job uh, denying Kawhi Leonard a lot. You know, sometimes yeah. there would be like an offensive rebound or something, and you know, then you, you got to get into uh, your, your set real quick, and and just kind of by taking away that that first and second pass to Kawhi Leonard, um, they the Raptors had to go with op- other options, and no one else really had it going late in the fourth. Maybe Ibaka a little bit, but uh, I, I think yeah. they needed uh, you know. A, superior options uh, at, at that point. Like they, and they couldn't get Danny Green open. They, they, uh, it, I just thought that the Celtics late in the game uh, really tightened up their defense. Um, and it was really encouraging to see um, late because Kawhi's been killing them. He was scoring over smart. It seemed like every time he's throwing in ridiculous and ones, um, just deny him the ball when you can. That's probably the best way to stop him at this point mm-hmm. uh, because he, I mean, he can score on anyone. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought and another thing that ties in with the rest of the Eastern Conference is like other than Indiana who like Oladipo just like terrifies me late in games as a guard, I think we have such a staggering guard advantage over like like if Fred and Lowry is like if Lowry's like not one hundred percent all star Lowry, yeah. Kyrie is such a huge advantage and then like against Milwaukee it's like Eric Bledsoe against and <laughs> Brogdon against Kyrie is just, Yeah. Yeah, Kyle no, Lowry's, we, like, chief value right now is just, like, being wily. It's not his actual, you know, basketball skills. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's grifting, like, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's it's so it's a good, it's an interesting point to bring up because, like, so many of, like, the best teams, their best player is, you know, like, a forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, LeBron or Giannis or um, Kawhi or, um, you know, even Ben Simmons, you know, is, like, you know, kind of a forward type guy. Yeah, we're like, we're like the only team besides like the Pacers whose best player is a guard. To you know, to your point, and you know, everyone makes a big deal about how all the wings, the like how many wings the Raptors have, like us. To, you know, throw it guys like that, but it doesn't. It's not a good matchup problem for them because they really don't have. Yeah, what it's like Fred Van Vliet, like hit the like Kyrie was like makes a point of every time he scores on Fred Van Vliet to taunt him like yeah. in the crowd, like and like mi- like mime how small his height is, like it's very yeah. like takes it very personally, and they don't really have anyone outside of like Lowry and him who's like that quick and shifty to like kind of deal with that. Yeah, I just think like guys like Kyrie and Steph, like to be able to be a little bit protected by like. Like they're they can handle it and get the paint touches as passers, mm-hmm. so it's like that's like such a huge and staggering advantage where it's way harder to get into the lane in the playoffs because they're going to give you a little bit more of a liberal call. Mm-hmm. So I think I think us having that skill and then obviously like like Marcus Smart is having a fucking insane season. Yeah. It should be recognized that he can shoot the ball now, which is hilarious. He's like literally shooting above league average after literally, like, like very. I cannot stress this enough. Very literally, being the worst shooter of all time, like not one of literally the worst shooter in the history of the yeah. NBA, yeah. and now he's just fine. Now. 
Yeah, it is. The guy that he he played in previous games and just totally shit on because he would show he would have those games where you're like, oh my god, he can yeah. shoot the ball. Now he just does that every game. Now it's pretty good. I think somebody I know who's kind of more of the draft Twitter guy thought he was going to be a league average shooter. Like before the year, he thought he was going to be a league, league average shooter for the year. Uh, it, it's Francis Junior, I think. I don't know if you follow him, but he uh, he was saying he, he believes in Smart's form now that he isn't coming down on the way shooting. Like, mm-hmm. he no longer shoots on the way down, so I think that has... Like, he has a good-looking three-point shot. It was just always something, you know? Yeah. But Well, it, it, every time ESPN always acts like he's, like, transforming into fucking Cthulhu on the court every time he takes a three, it's like, that is not Marcus Smart's shot. It's like... My, he like, always shoots. He's, he's, he's always shot. It. Yeah, he's always shot threes. Um, we got to give a shout out to Al Horford. Uh, Twenty-four mm. points for him. Nine of twelve from the field. Three of four from the three-point line, including some timely ones late. I think a lot of mm. those Kyrie assists on one um, went to Al Horford. Um, and then uh, his did, his his respite, like to the sweat lodge for a good like two weeks. That was so needed, man. He like reinvigorated yep. all of those lower body muscles and he like, just like, I don't know, deep massage. Maybe he went to whoo. He's getting those balls in now. Yeah. That patella tendonitis is a pair. Of, uh, uh, if you know, Cosmos, who's one of my friends online, he like, mm-hmm. he had it really bad and said it was just, it just takes all the power out of you in your lower mm-hmm. body. So you can see his base looks a lot better since he went to the, uh, to the lodge. See, this is what I don't get about all the complaining on Twitter after a, th- a three-game losing streak, and it was bad because it went down by twenty points multiple times in that. But I mean, the I Celtics are just shit teams. No, I mean the <laughs> Celtics. Like, you know, yeah, they're fifth in the Eastern Conference. That's bad, but there's good numbers too. Yeah. We know they're second in net rating, which has been right. uh, re- repeated infinitely. Uh, we know Gordon Hayward uh, is going to get better as the season goes along. We know Al well, Horford needs to get himself right. We know Jalen Brown and Terry basically can't play any worse. Um, th- I mean, well, this, a, this, this, all the numbers say this team's primed for a turnaround, and all the anecdotal stuff say this team is primed for a turnaround. Like, just pump the brakes, everyone. Yeah, yeah Jalen, the last 10 games, is playing official sure. basketball. So he's, yeah, he's, he's still back. good, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just I, I, <laughs> Yeah, he just, like, missed every fucking shot at the rim. No, I, something I wanted to put in, like, I got like a doubleheader. My first part came out today for Celtics blog, and I got another one coming out tomorrow. But one of the things that got cut that I want like is, wasn't true, but I'm sure will be true again is that Celtics are going to finish, or if they keep on this pace, you're going to finish top ten in offense and defense, and like that's like n- never heard of for like someone being like a five seed. You know what I'm saying? Like even the dog shit Cavs would like be like 29th in defense or so, like or something yeah. insane, like. It's crazy to have – if you have a, a team that's top 10 in both, you're a contender. Like that's like the old like saying is like if you're top 10 in both net rating and sure. like uh, – or in defense and offense. And the Celtics yeah. are there. Like yeah. they're like sixth in, de- sixth in defensive rating and they were like 11th coming into the game in net, uh, offensive rating. But it will probably be back up to like ninth or something. Yeah, yeah we're second in point differential, which like obviously we had the Chicago game. But mm-hmm. like – like the games we've lost have been like high variance, like absurd shooting from like Terrence Ross or somebody like mm-hmm. that, or like like twenty eight points in a quarter from like Trey Burke randomly. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like like I I still think they have what it takes to be a to be a June team. It's just like 
I, I think things are a little bit more volatile now. And if you get down like during those like terrible shooting nights where the other team gets really hot, it's easy to get into those funks. Like the Miami game, for instance, we'd never lose a series to Miami. Like Yeah. No. The Celtics are what? They're five and three, six and three? Uh six and three. They're six and three against the top four teams in the East right now. Yeah. Another, yeah. yeah, another good another good uh, reason to be optimistic um, about this yeah. team. <clears throat> what was I going to say? Um, and I, I, gener- I generally would trust us in the crunch time more than any team except for Indiana, who horrifies me with Miles Turner and Oladipo and Sabonis. Right. But I, w- I would trust them against anybody else in terms of execution. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we got to recalibrate expectations from the beginning of the year when a lot of people thought that they were going to be favorites. Um, to come out of the East now, you know. I mean, people now, thought now, Hayward was just gonna like jump out of like yeah, game one no. and just be like twenty-five points per game, you know, forty-five percent three-point shooting, and just gonna blaze it out. And it's like, no, he can probably do that once every one and a half weeks, probably. Yeah. He no, can probably do can, that. You gotta but, recalibrate you know, your expectations. Yeah, you gotta recalibrate your expectations. Um, I, I think we've we've done that by now. I think they're in the mix. I think they have a good yeah. chance to come out of the East as any team. I still might have them, you know, as, as the highest percentage out of out of all the, those top East teams. I might. I don't know, um, but you know, they, they certainly have the, the the talent to do it, and, and I, I do expect them to play better. Um, you guys want to play uh, baskets to baskets? Sure. I don't know what it is, but hell yeah, dude. So, uh, yeah, it's, soggy it's our, baskets. It's our, it's our completely original game here. It's, it's um, a soggy basket. That uh, basically, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, uh, give some sort of prompt and uh, you, you guys are going to come up with quips uh, correspond to this prompt and we're, we're all going to laugh and have a good time here. Um, all right. <laughs> we, we, do, you think we, do you think we'll be able to riff at all? I don't know if <laughs> we've yeah, ever that's done how it goes, deep. right? It's <laughs> call response riff. <laughs> okay. We ready? <laughs> yes. Hell yeah, dude. We got Lucky and Jonathan still here? Yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's do this. Uh, question one: What keeps Terry Rozier up at night? Chef life, cook life. Uh, cool. L- Corn liquor. <laughs> I mean, up during the day because Terry Rozier doesn't sleep. He, like last year, you'd like I'd go on Snapchat, I'd wake up for work, and he'd like still be posting like at from, five a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't, Terry doesn't sleep. Like so, uh, coconut oil as lube. Like what? What is the most natural and good? No one he's, made reference. He's definitely to... fucking. <laughs> no one, no one, no one made reference to his ex contract. Oh no! I hope you're fine. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna get that money. Um, he doesn't care. Uh, we, we heard uh, today that uh, uh, Turkey now considers Ennis Cantor um, to be part of a terrorist organization. I ask you guys, uh, which NBA player is least likely to be part of terrorist organization? We can expand that to be some sort of criminal gang, some sort of nefarious activity. Which NBA player is least likely? Well, Luke Kennard. I think that's a good one. That's a, I think um, I mean, well, well, they're they're calling the Golanists a terrorist organization. I think the most likely to be in the AKP is Sam Decker. 
Like, that's exactly the kind of, like... Uh, Dude, he's a gray wolf for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Decker group. He and Spencer Hawes are going to, like, uh, personally try to extradite Enos Cantor. And Frank Villacina is just going to fucking annihilate them in the Knicks locker room. It's going to be incredible. Um, I can't believe that... Uh, by the way, I, I saw this tweet online, and it's a good point. Like, like there's 14 other players on the roster. Why are they calling, like... Why are they saying that... He, why are they singling Nina's Cantor out as a member of the terrorist organization? <laughs> James Dolan. Shut up, Peter the, tra- the, the, tra- the traitor Dolan. <laughs> <laughs> traitor Dolan. Do- James Dolan absolutely would extradite one of his players for execution to a foreign country. That's He's like sending no- like sending like Noah Vonley to Imraldis <laughs> on the prison island because he wouldn't <laughs> sign for like below AAV. Yeah. Erdogan <laughs> showed up to what to one of his shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. Pinochet sends Shakira to like open for JD in the straight shot, and as a result, he has to throw Ron Baker out of the helicopter over the Amazon. How did Sam Sheehan react uh, to hearing the Celtics would be signing RJ Hunter? Dancing naked to "Walking on Sunshine," the hit single from the nineteen nineties. That's very yeah, close. He took a whole pack of cigs and just tied them together and did like the whole like blue like just torched it and just. One breath in, and then he's good. He's no, like, because yes. I'm, no, because I was because I was visibly sexually aroused, but my Valsa lifestyle doesn't allow for me to accommodate for that. I had to do what is called the uh, the 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 no uh, the no stimulation climax, where you just literally just <laughs> climax on your own, um, and I had to leave work based on that. Luckily, I had like a couple hours of personal time, so that worked out for me. This is all true, by the way. I'm not doing a bit. This is 100. Hang, hang upside down and just think about it really hard. Is is Efer gonna help with editing this one? Because I want him to put in uh, a like very disgusting squirt sound effect and end of that. Yeah. Can we can we do that? Are we allowed to? Uh, we want to be a very serious no basketball analysis show, so <laughs> we definitely need a splooge sound effect for me. I mean, our, our last episode, we we did a, a, a fake testosterone boost uh, sponsorship. So uh, I, I think anything goes. Testy boost. <laughs> Get your tests going, brother. <laughs> um, all right. We know how Sam Sheehan reacted now. Uh, how did Danny Ainge react to losing the Time Lord battle to the wrist man? Wow. Hold on. Uh, wait, real, real quick. Um, we're seeing some of the Kyrie quotes from after the game. Kyrie uh, said Jalen was right and he shouldn't have called him out in public. Uh, he says that LeBron, after the Orlando game, apologized for how he acted when LeBron tried to teach him how to be a winner. And he was also gave this in an, uh, this whole interview in an Uncle Drew hat after the game. Small so, <laughs> he's, he's, he's incredible. Man, I love that guy. I love him so much. He's my hero. <laughs> I love that he got. I love that it literally. They literally are a married couple. He got after ah, but Jalen's right. I shouldn't have called him out. No, he, he's great because he, he he infuriates like the whole old guard. Yeah, he's really he, excited like, for Uncle Drew too, where Jalen is like like a crusty old man in like Central Park playing chess, and he like will frequent like once every couple months, and he plays chess against his old buddy, who also balls and just dunks everything. It'll be a good. It'll be a good storyline. 
Uh, and then he also well, and then he also moons moonlights as like a literal Black Panther. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like, working to overthrow. Yeah. Um, literally... yeah, but Kyrie's just a genuine person. I think that's what that that's that's what yeah. I love. Every, every time he's I just, hear him speak, speaks from the heart. He's he's very well meaning. He just like sometimes doesn't understand how his words work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's it, like, it's so funny. It, it's like he he he's very relatable in that like he like like you know what he wants to do and like he what he wants to convey. He really doesn't do so much like based on energy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, yeah, he doesn't really worry about the words. He just sort of uh, delivers like the uh, you know the the main point that he wants to get across. And everyone who's like bad like bad faith cynically like takes his words to mean like the absolute worst thing. And no, if you listen to him say something, it's totally different than if you read the print. Like right. no nobody is more like that than him. Yeah, that's true. Um, so how did, how did Danny Ainge react to losing the Time Lord battle to the Wristman? Uh, no milk for a week. <laughs> yeah, he hit he hit the bit. Did you guys did you guys see this? Someone pointed this out. I think it was friend of the show Zach was pointing out that Danny Ainge like literally the whole game didn't stand up and like reacted to nothing, and he was like clearly just on like the most powerful mids that they have. <laughs> and Did he? was gone off the Tums in the Zantag. <laughs> Tums. There was, there was one was... play late. Um, I think it was like a, a, a layup that kind of put the game away where he like finally stood up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, uh, yeah, pretty much all up through that point, mm-hmm. he was like going off of like nine of the most extra strength Advil that he could get his hands on and was just faded when he's fucked yeah. up. That's the real him. The one asset we haven't used a lot this season that we need to is we need more more instances of the team bonding by being mad at Danny over some shit. Because, like, it's way better to be mad at Danny than it is anybody else. It's just easy to do. Yeah. That's true. Thank you, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, we, we heard some uh, Bill Simmons takes this morning that were interesting. Uh, what should be done with uh, Bill Simmons' uh, recent erratic Celtics takes? As we respond, I'm seizing seizing the ringer by force. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm seizing all of the ringer staff. Um, all the Sixers, um, all the Sixers uh, ringer staffers have to unblock us. Interact they are with us only on allowed to recap HBO high maintenance every episode, but they have to do 14 podcasts per episode and they have to repeat because there's only two seasons of it. They have to just go back and they just have to make new takes for the same stuff. And that's just the only show they're going to be able to watch. No, they have to re- forth. They have to re- <laughs> recap mad TV. Over and over again. Dude, I'm going to, I'm going to make Ben Dietrich do film studies of Kyrie's long threes. <laughs> the only one who's spared is Kevin O'Connor, who we're going to give, we're going to uh, seize the Chandler Parsons uh, orgy suite. No, we're going to do Bachelor. We're going to do Bachelor the, the Ringer, and Kevin O'Connor is going to be the Bachelor. Yes. KOC. My, I, I unironically stand KOC. He is my sweet lad, and I will always defend him. Never, never disrespect Kevin O'Connor in my presence. <laughs> Um, this is not irony. This is 100% <laughs> real. Uh, next, uh, 
what what is at the top of uh, the SLC dunk guys bucket list? Oh boy, I'm gonna get myself in trouble with this one. This will be the one that gets me fired from box. I got <laughs> like pumice. I don't even fucking know. Like, like just like a pumice rock that he can just rub against his thigh because to create like a a small sensation of pain. I actually that he, five, that he does repeatedly while tweeting at the same time. Actually, the five six is like an average male's height in today's. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, uh, I think I think I think his like his main goal is to be like he needs to get like jazz colorway platform shoes to make him slightly taller than Ben Shapiro. <laughs> He's gonna wear the Simpsons, the the shoes that Bart gets, so he can play Atomic Boy. <laughs> like those are the and wears those out of the house. <laughs> so uh, some of the some of the listeners will get that. Where my Simpsons heads at? Um, I know I know what you're referring to. Um, okay. <laughs> um, By the way, if I wasn't clear, what Kyrie did was he called LeBron after the game and apologized for. Um, being uh, like letting for for saying saying that he didn't understand how hard it was to be a leader. Kyrie literally did that after the game today. That's so awesome. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Gross. He like picked the up the phone. He's like, "Hey man, I, my bad." Yeah, he did. It's awesome. You know how I, you know how I like forcibly was just like, "Fuck you, bro." Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> I, I can't stress enough that this isn't a bit. Jay King's tweet about it is literally like going viral right now, and everyone's getting their jokes off. But it's incredible. It's inc- yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll hear this tomorrow, maybe. Justin Justin Rowan literally just tweeted. I read it live on the pod earlier, and I got sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's just like it's just gonna be like this story. This is good. That's gonna be the ESPN thing, like all day tomorrow. Like, it's, dude, that's incredible too because it's an extra knife that he like now learns how to be a teammate in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Democracy is dead, except in Kyrie's heart. He literally We're... went. He went to their like they Cleveland ha- fans hate us more than the Warriors. Yeah, and like Kyrie is now like a good teammate and plays defense. <laughs> no, no, so I'm saying like the Cavaliers like have like have never like have only lost to us like once or twice, like literally, like they've beat us like eight times, and they and it like it, the the dynamic is totally the other way around. Like we should have the what we should be the ones like with a complex about them, but it's just like we just stole their player for nothing. Oh man. They literally have nothing. The only thing they got out of it is Colin Sexton, who airballs 12-footers. Which oh, rocks. my God. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> they need to set free David Nwaba. Let him and Zizic carry them. Yeah. Like the wind. Trade trade David Nwaba to us. Yeah, we could use more muscles. Yeah. His free throw rate is something like forty eight. His career free throw rate, which what? is like, yeah, it's like it's like his career free throw rate is like point forty eight point four, and like the next highest on the Celtics is like Gordon Hayward career with like thirty two. This is why we <laughs> so, need like, Gwen Stewart on the yeah. team next year. Dude, Lugans Lugans Dort is the power cube. That yes. dude is <laughs> the, the coolest. Cube. He will draw fouls. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy. Um. Shit, what's my next one here? Oh yeah. Oh, what does Jim Bol- Boylan's ideal practice look like? Um. Boy, I this I'm trying to think of a way that I won't get myself in trouble. Um. I think you're. I think we already crossed that barrier with the SLC height joke. I guess yeah. Um, he's gonna make the trains run on time. Let me put it that way. <laughs> he's a big fan of making the trains run on time. <laughs> Dude, he literally wants it to be like in uh, the Upton Sinclair book, where you're like, like mashing up rats into cheeseburgers. Like that's how he want envision Chicago basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good analogy. <laughs> He's just grinding everybody <laughs> into turn. He wants to turn. Oh God, what's his name? It, it's like it could be um, Orwell quote. you know, boots. Dude, like Wendell Carter. Yeah. Wendell Carter might need like thumb thumb surgery, and it's like this is going to be the first time he ever recommends playing video games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You guys have got to play like nine hours of Celeste on hard, like when you after when you go home. <laughs> no, he's like literally. He just does the. Um, he's just like making them all watch like the Pain Olympics from like two thousand two on E Bombs World, like after practice, like every time. Kids Dude, in a sandbox. It rules so much that he said like Greg Popovich used to coach practices like this, and Zach Levine was like, "You're not Greg." Popovich. <laughs> <laughs> like that's so amazing he just canceled practice on the <laughs> god the way the the there god the the leadership committee i mean i know we're not one to like point fingers when like basically if if like the celtics were a family like acs would be seizing yabu at this point but like <laughs> we are we we like but the bulls literally are like just uh, a huge train wreck yeah. They are absolutely a Ponzi scheme. It's incredible, Jerry Reinsdorf. No. I'm trying to reconcile how I I don't like like Zach Levine as a player. He doesn't play much defense, which is is not cool. But yeah. as a team, they're trying to unionize coaching, which is kind of pretty cool. They're like, yeah, I you love know what? it. We're gonna do a strike if you don't if you make us practice more than three hours. They bitch. extended the guy, dude. <laughs> they they extended him and gave him a raise. Like, how? <laughs> That's crazy. Let's um let's keep hopping around the league here. Uh, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. talks are apparently escalating. Uh, is is anyone interested in him for the, the Celtics? I I am strictly on the strength of the tweet where he says that his uh, his his gift is slanging that wood. That's in the all-time athlete tweet. Oh, it's amazing! It's better than the Trubisky titties one. <laughs> but like, I, I actually think this is one where I think I don't give up on point guards early. Like even like like even Emmanuel Mudiay like looks good after like some guys. It just like especially the athletic ones. It takes like two or three years. And mm. Carlisle is a particularly hard coach to play for if you're a point guard. Mm-hmm. Plus, they've kind of give it like obviously they need to give the ball to Luca more. So I think like if you put him in a situation where he could be like more like your De'Aaron Fox or something like that, playing faster up tempo basketball, he could be a good asset. But it's going to be like about fit and how much he's empowered. Yeah, Plus, I, yeah. Right. You think yeah, he can return like a, a lottery pick? Still, no, I don't know about that. I think probably a first. 
like yeah. A, a, yeah, a player in a first, probably. Yeah, like some sort of like low first or something like that. It was so stupid to trade him. He's a guy like D'Angelo Russell. Like it was stupid for yeah. the Lakers. He late. He looks better than any of the other players on the Lakers. Like, and you know, it might have just took him a couple more years to like figure it out. But you know, it's the like talent's there. Guards, guards always like develop slow. You know what I'm saying? Like even like yeah. Alfred Payton. Like even though Alfred Payton's not like a barn burner, he's like strangely bizarrely important to like the Pelicans. You know, part of that is that they have. Like, no players. Like, they literally have Minecraft uh, avatars as, like, their, like, deep bench guys. But the the fact that, like, you can have, um, you know, someone like that come in, the guys just need, like, a couple of years to figure out how to play guard in the league. Like, it's tough. Like, not everybody's Luka. Or even Trey Young, who I much maligned and I feel like I owe an apology to. He's um, been pretty good. He's been pretty good, yeah. Nah, he's been fine. I thought he would be like horrendous, but, but yeah, it's like it's su- it's such a difference that like Euroleague has a better shot clock. I mean, college coming from the shot clock and then playing up tempo against actual athletes were like, like even the small guards in the NBA, like Chris Paul, are like bodybuilders. Like they're yeah. huge, right? So it just takes time. Um, Harden put fifty eight points today after just fifty seven in the loss. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, dude. To the Nets, by the way. Dude, the Nets, the Nets are hard dick warriors. I kind of like. Yeah, them. they remind us. No, I was saying they remind us a lot. They remind me a lot of like the forty-eight, the pre-Al Horford like Celtics. Like, yeah. like, like, like they have like that exact same level of talent. Where like they, the Dinwiddie kind of and like, and then they just have like all these like other like good players. Um, Jared Allen is probably better than Kelly Olynyk, but I won't admit that. Dude, Rondé Hollis Jefferson is like my soul, my soul. Star. I love him. He's, yeah. he's so good. Like he just cares about defense and just being awesome and long. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm way into Rodion's corrects. Yeah, yeah. He's, my, yeah. he's my second favorite Latvian after Davis Bertans. He just greases your offense. Yeah, yeah. He does everything right. He's just there, solid. Offense lube. I like it. Good one, Matt. Um, <laughs> um, what else? What else we got? Well, do I mean, what about trades? Like, what do you get? What moves do you guys think the Celtics are going to make, like, da- down the stretch? Do you think they're, they're going to let it ride? I would have, like, bet my life that they were going to make some kind of trade, but, like, I don't know if they have, like, a a huge stretch where nothing goes wrong. Maybe they don't. I don't know. What, what do you guys think trade-wise? I was, I was thinking, like, you were talking about Jeremy Lin the other day, but I thought, like, now that Baines looks back and okay, I feel good about it, but I was looking at Dwayne Deadman and thinking he could really fit in off the bench, like where Tice was struggling. Yeah. Just because Stevens is a coward and won't play rough Williams. <laughs> 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 like, he solves that exact problem. It's like... Just won't let him play. Um, I could see like I could see the point guard thing. Um, like maybe if they want to move on from Rozier, but eh, not really. And then any type of thing that we're talking about filling out, you know, the the, the roster or something. I mean, they they're, they're deep at pretty much every position. It's like how are they? How are these guys even going to get playing time? What if? Um, yeah. uh, hopefully they don't like force feed it like Greg Monroe last year. What if we just go ahead and um. 
trade Kyrie Irving for Shea Gilgis Alexander. The Boban. That was that was great. What the you fuck could, was that? You could hear you could hear Dude, Zach I fucking Lowe. rewinded it like three times. I was like, did I just hear what he just said? <laughs> so it's like literally had a stroke and like Zach Zach Lowe was like dialing nine one one under the table, like like to try and get someone in. Uh, it's incredible. Fuck. Yeah, oh, Kerry's in, in the midst of, of a career year. He says he wants to come back. The, uh, he's got like a, a half year left on his deal. Like this is not the right time to trade Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Didn't he yeah. also say that um, uh, when, when Zach Lowe was saying, "Well, you know, I think uh, you know, in order to uh, convince Anthony Davis to say you might need Kyrie Irving here," and, and, yeah. and Bill Simmons was like, "Oh, that's too complicated for me." Dude, like yeah. after after like years without a star, exactly what. AD wants is to play with like Flask Dad and Shy Gilgis Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's as his best two teammates. He really wants he really wants to uh, run run things with Daniel Tice. Is the, the one the is is going to be his running mate. He wants to yeah, play dude. for wants to play in front of Donnie Wahlberg. Dude, he just he just can't get enough of like Brad Wanamaker dribbling like he's working on the back of a toilet. <laughs> he's such a workman. Brad Wanamaker's older than me. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I was like multiple players who are my age who have like retired and like fell out of the league. Brad Wanamaker's a rookie and is older than me. That's not true, but it's close. A, fi- a final note on Brad. One of the coolest things that happened is they asked him why he wanted to get back to the NBA so bad. He was like, yeah, I was kind of in Istanbul during the, the uh, coup attempt. Oh, my I God. to go back. Like, I got to get out of this place. <laughs> it's so fun. I mean, he's a, pr- he's a testament to training with a full-on, like, belt, like, uh, hardware belt, like, just on your like it's just because it's extra weight it'll help you dunk faster and yeah. it'll also you know it'll keep your dribble close to the ground so you can get around people and bob and weave yeah no when the hammer smash into your knuckles <laughs> when you're dribbling it's a lot like you know fighting through contact so <laughs> the tool belt a little more blood brad the tool belt okay. water maker that's the kind of experience that this celtics team was missing <laughs> what violence <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to reinstall it. Fuck, I'm never I, gonna... I, I also want to take a moment to apologize to Abdel Nader, who I realize like his value was I could get mad at him and yeah. not feel bad about it. So I want to extend an apology to Abdel. No, Abdel's fine, man. He turned into uh, he's basically like become uh, the Thunder's Flask Dad, which is yeah, <laughs> <very> funny. <laughs> like, like I'll like I'll like turn on Twitter like. Every night, and I'll be like, ah, it's like, oh, there's that old tweet about Abdel Nader having a 30-point game. And I was like, oh, no, that's from five minutes ago. This is like the seventh, like, 24-point game that Abdel Nader's had. (laughs) He's their second-best shooter. (laughs) It's incredible. Um, All right, well, uh, let's let's wrap this one up here. Uh, We got something special planned for y'all next week. Uh, Right, Sam? Yeah, all right, those... Scissor <laughs> things, scissor guns <laughs> indicate. Scissor um, guns. No, I'm 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 working very hard on a on a campaign. Um, it's everyone's gonna love it. Um, 
I'm not going to make um, any offensive jokes, though. We're going to cut all of those out. Um, and we're going to, yeah, it, it's, we're going to clip it and we're going to, uh, it's going to be a star studded affair. So um, let me just put it this way I am not writing Shea Gilgis Alexander into this scenario coming up. All right. The next uh, Dungeons and Dragons are Dribbles and Drives. Do we ever decide on that, Lucky? Dribbles and Drives. Next, next Dribbles and Drives is coming out next week. We don't uh, want to copyright infringe, man. Look for it every Wednesday, except for this week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all next Robert time. Williams going by the nickname Time Lord, given to him by Weird Celtics Twitter. He does kind of make time stand still See? when he goes up for a block. That's what the time lords do, man. Homie, get on the grind like clockwork, bro. Two for five or a dime, that's clockwork, show. Sure.